Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, I have a special treat for you. This is episode 165. And I thought I would share a interview that I did for a fellow coach of mine's podcast, because I shared some stuff that in a way that I don't think I've actually shared here. And I thought it would be a good way to have someone else interview me and maybe you find out a little bit about me in a way that you hadn't thought of. Because I talk about my journey into coaching. And if you're not a coach, is it worth listening to? Yes, because I talk about doing big, scary shit and how I learned to relate to it like my coaching principles and concepts and how they came about. Sometimes knowing someone's origin story really makes a difference. Like I can really, really get into football if they explain to me who the players are. But just for the sake of watching the game, I really don't get into it. But if I know the behind the scenes of like, oh, he struggled and he loves his mom and like whatever, then I am like all into the football game. So this is my someone else asking me the questions and me sharing a little bit of my journey to here. And maybe this will help you. And again, it doesn't have to be because you're a coach. It could be because of anything, because we all have that hero's journey. What's yours? I would love to know. Anyway. Let me know what you think. And of course, give me a review. I'm still begging for them reviews. I think you're going to like this one. Talk at you guys later. Bye. Hello, and welcome to my show, How to Market and Sell Life Coaching. I'm Ashley Jangro, your host. And today we are hearing from certified master life coach and instructor, Brig Johnson. Brig, thank you so much for being here today. Ooh, I love it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you here and I can't wait to hear your story. So to start out, I'm going to ask you to describe kind of what your coaching business is like today, kind of like a general outline. And then we're going to go back to the very beginning when you first became a coach and then kind of reverse engineer what you did to build your coaching business. So tell me about what your business is like today. Okay. My business today is I work with high achieving women, one-on-one, three-month or six-month package. I help them unlock all the stuff that's in the way. I specialize in Black women. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, is like at some level of success, like we kind of stop gaining more success and we want more success. And that's where my coaching comes in because I believe if we want more success at that point, we got to start solving for safety, especially if you're marginalized identity. Uh So sometimes we prioritize success and success is a poor substitute for safety. And so that's where I live at. And because they saw for safety, meaning like I belong, I have relationships that fill me, my body is healthy and strong, like those kind of things, as far as safety is concerned, then they actually make more success. Then success becomes easier. Cause it's like, they're. Yeah. I love what you said that they're using success as a poor substitute for safety. Yes. And so then they can actually achieve success with that safety or more success. That's so good. So let's back up. How long have you been a life coach? Mm, I don't know. How long have I been a life coach? I think I, I started in... T- 2019 is when I was like, I'm a life coach, January, 2019, whatever. So how long ago okay. was it? Almost five years. Almost five years then. Yeah. Almost five years. Wow. That's actually really amazing to me because watching you, you know, being in the room with you, I would have thought you've been a life coach much longer than that. Mm-mm. So. No, I was certified. I think I started certification somewhere in the summer of 2018. Okay. I finished it in December wow. of 2019 and opened up my doors and like started saying, 
I'm a life coach. I'm a life coach. Was it uncomfortable at first to say it? Yes. What were you doing before you became a life coach? I'm a nurse. Well, I was. I'm a retired nurse anesthetist now, meaning nurse anesthesiologist. Okay. I put people to sleep, wake them up, put the epidurals in, heart surgery, head surgery, gallbladder, GI wow. stuff. I did the anesthesia for it all. Epidurals, babies, mamas, mm-hmm. all of it. I loved people yeah. like you when I was giving birth. Oh, yes. <laughs> I loved it too. Yeah. So it's so interesting. I wasn't leaving something that like a lot of people get into life coaching because they're leaving, they're running from, or they're leaving something that they mm. didn't love. I Mm -hmm. left a love for another love. What made you decide to become a life coach? Actually, because I needed one. (laughs) That's amazing. Right? Yeah. And I think the first time I saw Oprah, uh-huh. And then she started, she introduced the world to life coaches because she had them on and like they had a title and a name. And so it was like 10 years. And I was like, I kind of want to be one of those. I can do that. Yeah. I, I kind of want to do that. And I would see different things, but it would never resonate with me as far as schools and, and what they taught. And then I was going through a heartbreak and It was almost a year later and I was still struggling with this heartbreak. And I was making that mean that that was the one because I was still heartbroken over it. So it must mean he was special Mm -hmm. and I am totally doomed forever because now it's over. He was marrying somebody else. So Mm -hmm. like that right there was like, oh my God. So my girlfriend, we were on a rooftop in Thailand because that's what you do when you're when you have a heartbreak. Okay. You go to Thailand with your girlfriend. <laughs> Are you like this? Right? Yeah. And so we didn't want to do anything that day. So we, I was on a rooftop and she was in a program and she was like, I think you need to see this. And she said, and I think they need you. And I was like, interesting. Oh, okay. She's like, I think you'll be good at this. And I think they need you. And I was like, okay, interesting. So I listened and immediately signed up for the course certification. I like in 15 minutes, they had like $20,000 of my money. Yep. That's kind of how I ran across it too. I saw it and I was like, yep, that's it right there. Right. I had not heard the podcast. Yeah. Nothing. I just like, she gave me her workbook and I listened to like 15 minutes and I was like, done. Let's do it. And that's, I want to say that because in 15 minutes, I gave them $20,000. I love hearing that. I was just saying during the last interview that I did that I have this like deep belief that people won't just hand over that much money without knowing you for a long time. And then I'm like, wait, I did that. Mm -hmm. I think it took me 24 hours to make the decision. And I was like, done, I'm good, let's go. I wouldn't give the caveat that here's something to say about sales. One, my first reaction to it is, oh, I've been seeing her Instagram ads for the last year. Oh, okay. I never clicked on it because uh-huh. I was like, what is, what is she going to teach me? Yeah. Blonde and yeah. asymmetrical. I'm like, what's what she going to teach me? <laughs> I never clicked on it, right? Yep. Because it didn't resonate with me. I'm like, the image. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. But because even though... It didn't resonate when someone else said, hey, I had pattern recognition with yep. it. You were familiar with her face. I was familiar with the thing because she literally, I was like, she been Facebook stalking me for over yeah. a year. You're like, I see her everywhere. So you had that like comfortability within your body. Sure. Yes. So interesting. So it's important to be everywhere. That's good. Okay. So you became a life coach. This is like 2018, 2019. You finished your certification. What did you start out doing? I did weight loss because that was the lowest hanging fruit. And mm-hmm. it was the thing that it's my love passion, but it's more not weight loss. It's more longevity. Y'all, I'm the biggest longevity geek, nerd, biohacking, all of that. Like that is like my playland. So I it was no idea. To, yeah. No, most people don't. It was close to it and uh-huh. I had a visible result. I had just lost like 50 pounds. I was oh, walking wow. around with a six pack. So it was an easy, low hanging fruit for me to go into. Yeah. And I did that for for about a year, I think. Okay. So tell me how, when you first started, how did you start getting your first clients? Okay. One of the things I did because of my anesthesia background, mm-hmm. 
so I think people in professional worlds like that, it's like you get training. So me seeking training was like no big deal. Yeah, that's normal. Totally. Like I want to learn this technique. You go pay money to go learn this new technique in anesthesia because in anesthesia, there's always a new technique. Mm-hmm. And so nothing to like go and learn a new technique. So for me, it was just became a life coach. Uh-huh. I'm going to learn how to sell it. So I joined a mastermind. Okay. Big deal. So now I'm like $30,000 in the hole. Yeah. Mastermind is 10K, right? So with that, like I was going through, like figuring out how to sell and Mm -hmm. all of that. And I think that's when I started really learning some of the principles that I have. It was going through that mastermind for me that was eye-opening because for me, the biggest thing was learning that I had to get out of my own way. Mm -hmm. And that's where I came up with like, no, in order to be successful, you have to solve for safety. And the more marginalized you are, the more belonging isn't, accessible to you. Yeah. It's like further removed from you. It's so far removed. Like you already don't belong. And now I don't belong and I'm going to take fewer risks. So Mm -hmm. it's like, why like we can learn some of the biggest strategies. Mm -hmm. We can learn some of the biggest things, but we can't implement is because we haven't solved for safety first. Wow, that is so powerful. I mean, I think that all the time, like all the strategies are out there. You can find any number of strategies on YouTube, but there's reasons that we don't implement those strategies. And yes. I love that you're pointing out that safety. Wow, that's really powerful. So when you were in this mastermind, you were learning these different sales techniques. What did you start? Do you remember getting your first client, paid client? Yes, How, what did do. you do? I have to tell this story. Like, you know how you do the free mm-hmm. whatever. And so I did the low offer uh-huh. and the low offer was supposed to be like, so that they can see them. Like, I think it was $47. Okay. And was so excited. And I had like a webinar and like 20 people were on and I was like, yes. Right. And two bought. I'm like, okay. Two bought. That's really good $2. for your first webinar. I thought you were going to say nobody did. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was a course and I was like, yeah, but I need to give them more. So I literally took that $47 and coached them one-on-one, each of them for oh. six months. Six months? For six months. For 47 <laughs> Okay. Those two people got the best bargain. Do they have any idea what an amazing thing they got? <laughs> Brig, not this Brig. That was why, how I got here, right? Like we always try to like think that how we start matters. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. Never matters. The thing is just to start. Yes. I got more money from them than they ever could have paid me. Wow. Because you were getting the practice. You were getting, yeah, you were putting yourself out there. So when you first did that webinar, did you just go put on your social media? Hey, I'm doing this webinar. Couldn't tell you what I did. Like, yes, I'm doing this. I was like, went live, did yep. some things. I was dating this online marketing guru. And so Perfect. I was just doing some stuff that he said. I had the slightest idea what I was doing. That's awesome. What? I mean, then you got a lot of value from whoever you were dating at the time. Yeah. So you put yourself out there. You did the webinar. You got two clients. Then what did you do? How did you start growing beyond that? I started, you know, just going online, talking about what I was doing, all mm-hmm. that. And I kept meeting friction. I kept going to these meetings going, how come Ashley's making money and I'm not? How come Susie making money and I'm not? And I'm like, they're like, I had a $30,000 month. And I'm like, I had a zero month. <laughs> like I made $80 this month. <laughs> what? Can I post on this one? Yep. Okay. Everybody I'm does. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like literally I'm like, what the absolute fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, where is it? But it wasn't just me. It was me and my peers who looked like me. Mm-hmm. And there was just a small percentage of us. Not a lot. But there was huh? enough for it to be like, wait a minute, you're a physician. You're a PhD. Huh? You are masters. 
I'm like, all of us are very much high achieving black women. How come we not making no money? Yeah. Why is everyone else making money? And again, solve for safety first. And it just kept coming back to that. So the way I did it was how I created my program, which is I just started challenging what I was believing in my bones. Mm -hmm. And I started challenging it, but in a safe way. Just try it, Brick. Like, just put yourself at, I know it has to be perfect. I know everybody going to talk about you. Like all of the stuff of belonging that comes up. Yeah. Like, I know you do anesthesia. Why in the hell you sitting up here trying to sell life coaching? I know mm-hmm. your friends are like, you ain't got no business trying to sell life mm-hmm. coaching because they know all your shit. And they knew you were just on the couch talking about some man. How are you going to be a life coach? <laughs> All of this is coming up and that's what happens with our brain, right? Like all of it comes up. And if we don't have a system to meet it, then we get stuck in that, right? And so I had to tend to that why I put myself out there. So you began creating a system for tending to that and that became what you coached on then? That eventually became what I eventually coached on. Cause at, okay. at that time I was coaching still weight loss. On um, weight loss. Okay. But it took me like a year to a year and a half to switch it to black women and then start like from that, like, oh, this is why we're struggling with success mm-hmm. and bringing that all in. But I had to go through that process first. So I think for your listeners, it's like, sometimes our struggle is really where the millions are mm. if we just sit there and solve for it. Mm-hmm. Because I promise you, whatever you're struggling with, someone else is. And if you can solve for it and give it language, they'll be like, that's what I'm doing. This is giving me goosebumps. You just gave like a roadmap. This is exactly how to become successful as a coach. You dig in yes. to what's keeping you from being successful yes. and then go coach other people on that. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Or whatever your niche is, if it's weight loss, digging, mm-hmm. like whatever it is. But for me, it was like, I kept looking around. I'm like, how come you ain't making no money? No, you ain't making no money. You ain't making money. How come, like, how come Sally Sue making money? The thing that's so amazing about this is you didn't think of it as something external. You were like, there's something going on inside of each of us that's right. keeping us. You weren't like, oh, it's because of the training we had or because of the way the world is. You were like, there's something going on in me. Like, here's the deal. It is the training. Mm-hmm. It is the world. Mm-hmm. Change neither one of those. Yes. I ain't even going to fight it no more. There's only I ain't one trying to factor. change the world. I'm not trying to change the training. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. change. Like, I am so against fighting against I am so much about using my energy to fight for. Oh, there's like all these perfect sound bites during this. I want to like clip these out and listen to them over and over. So inspirational. So during that year, you began creating safety for yourself. What happened to your business then? My business started growing because I, I'm on live stream and I literally had friends that would talk about my lives. This isn't like, I'm thinking people would talk about my lives. I actually had one of my bestest friends Uh that would talk about my lives, like would make comments, underhanded comments, right? And so I had to create safety. I Mm -hmm. had to create belonging. I had to learn to tend to Mm -hmm. so that I can keep showing up because then it became, I was showing up for her instead of showing up for my clients. Mm Mm-hmm. You were talking to her. So you were like not showing up in a strong way, but like kind of pulling back. Yeah. Or if I did show up, I was showing up like, well, I wonder what she would think about this. Like it was about them, her, instead of what my clients needed me to hear. I think about this all the time because when we get on a live, when we write an email, when we write a blog post, any of it, if we're speaking to our critic, even if it's like a well-meaning critic or someone that loves us, if we're speaking to them, we show up so differently than if we're speaking to our fans. Yeah. And so wow. for me, I had to learn that situation gave me a sense of belonging, a sense of safety within myself. 
so to that I to stop speaking to her. Yeah. And everybody. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing I did is I had to be comfortable. I had to prioritize connection over knowledge. Hmm. Because in anesthesia, it was like, I know this and I know this. Mm-hmm. You're this. the expert. I'm the expert, right? Mm-hmm. But whenever I did a live and I had like my clipboard and. Yeah. You're like, I'm the expert. I'm the expert, right? People would stay to the very end. They would be like, this is amazing. Yeah. Nothing. And then never purchase anything. Nothing. Nothing. But when I showed up in my jog bra. Uh-huh. On my walk, just going, hey guys, because I'm connecting to them in connecting energy. Uh huh. It was a game changer. So because then people start reaching out. Safe because yes. I felt safe. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like anxiety is the most contagious emotion. Mm. Ever been in a room with someone's anxious? Mm-hmm. You're like, right? Mm-hmm. Her mentality, somebody's anxious and somebody starts talking, it just breathes and breathes, right? And there's mirror neurons, there's aura, like our nervous system is designed to protect us. And safety is that thing. Like, what's wrong? Why everybody running? Like, all of it, right? But so is safety. So use that for you. If you are safe within, people will feel safe coming to you to ask for support. Wow. And that's connection. Yeah, that's so good. So you were showing up on your walks, creating connection, creating safety for people. What mm-hmm. format were you following at that time? Were you asking people to get on a call with you? Yeah, I didn't have a website. I mm-hmm. didn't have a calendar link. I didn't have, like my one-on-ones, the last 15 minutes was, okay. I work because I was still working full time. Uh-huh. Work um Monday, Tuesday, so I can take you Wednesday <laughs> at such a set. It was so casual. Right? Like that was the that was the last 15 minutes of every call. Like, when are we gonna go meet next week? I want so many people to hear that. You know, I have to remember there that when we're showing this, there are people watching live. I want everyone to hear that, that you don't have to have any of the infrastructure set up to get started. None mm-hmm. of it's important. It was like a year and a half. I think I made 150,000 before I had a website. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that. Okay. So tell me how much did you make in your first year? 33,000. Oh, I love hearing that. Okay. That's amazing. I mean, I've talked, I've done so many of these interviews where people are like zero. I made nothing my first year. So you made 33,000. You were selling weight loss coaching. What were your packages at the time? I think, let me see. I did the 47. (laughs) And you sold two of those. So two of those. <laughs> and let me tell you guys, when I asked for the renewal, I charged them $600 for another six months and they both said no. Oh my gosh. That's so low. And they said, okay. Well, and they said no. And I had a lot of thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, maybe I wasn't as good as I thought I was. Again, uh-huh. safety. Like if you, can you tend to yourself in those moments? Mm-hmm. When you fall flat on your face, who's there to meet you? Mm. Right. And I want to say something about that is it has to be more than self-coaching. It has to be in community or with someone else. It has to be witnessed. That is the way our body is wired because it's a sense of belonging. So there has to be another person that says, I see you, I hear you, and I understand you. Wow. If not, that message doesn't get transferred. So the thing that we do is we isolate, mm-hmm. pull away from the mastermind, pull away from the coach. I'm not doing it. And we isolate in a silo mm-hmm. when really what we need is the opposite. Mm. It is okay. It's fine. And we don't need to hear, it's just your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. That does not ever help. <laughs> right. So... I went from that to, I think I charged, I think I got, somehow I got to 2,500 or 3,000. For the six months? For six months. I sold my first 3,000 package because my mom was in a restaurant and these ladies were having a great time at the bar. Uh 
And I was leaving to get our car and ballet. And I was looking for my mom. I'm like, where is she? And she went over there and talked. They were having too good of a time. <laughs> she went over there and talked to them. My mom went over there and talked to them and showed them my before and after. Oh, wow. And they were like, where where go, mom. Oh, right. And they were like, where is she? And she's like, here she is. And came out, girl, I need to work with you. And she literally paid me $3,000 to work. How did her. that feel? Felt amazing. Yeah, I felt amazing. Wow. So you started charging that for six months, one-on-one coaching. You met with them every week? Mm-hmm. Met with mm-hmm. them every week. And you know, you're already saying you didn't have a website or anything. So I imagine you weren't like, I had nailed my messaging. I had all, nope. Nothing, nothing. You were like, I can help you lose weight. Yeah, I had tech, I had stuff, but like, yeah. And, and I you went- were, You were still working at that time. Yeah, I was still okay. working. I started life coaching, never planning on being a full-time life coach. Really? That was never, that was so far from my mm-hmm. radar. Like, yeah, I just wanted to stop my part-time job. Because mm. you were working two jobs at the time? Yeah, okay. Every nurse I know, most physicians I know, like anybody in medicine, we have one, our regular job, and then uh-huh. we had that part-time gig. And I the part-time gig that. is the extra money. Oh, I mean, I think about that because I used to be a teacher. So we all knew we all had something else going on outside of teaching. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that in medicine. So then you hit your second year and what changed? When did you hit that point where you're like, okay, this could be a full-time thing? I think we have to talk about like, I wanted to like coach high achieving black women Mm -hmm. and I had so much, I don't belong in teaching high achievement black women because huh? I didn't go to a historically black university. I didn't read all of the important books that you have to read. Like I mm-hmm. didn't have the criteria, so I don't belong. So I had to deal with that on myself. So I literally coached on that for like five months <laughs> before I ever said that was my niche. Like you got coached on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you were receiving coaching. You're like, I think this is what I want to do, but I can't. Listen, if you're in this journey, especially those first years, you need a life coach. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. It ain't even optional. You need a life coach. Even if you have a business coach, because the business coach is going to tell you what to do. The life coach is going to help you do the shit that they just told you yes, to do. Get out of your brain get and out do of it. your head mm-hmm. and help you soothe and whatever. And so like, I can't. Why can't you? I don't know. I don't have any I didn't read this book. It makes so much sense to me. I'm like, you kind of sound like me last week. I didn't read the Song of Solomon. That's right. I didn't didn't read Toni Morrison's book. I cannot coach high achieving Black women. I can't do it. Oh, I love this. Okay. So you had your life coach. You get coached on it for six months. And then finally, you start saying this, right? No. I'm still like, I don't know how to talk to my people. I don't know my messaging. I have it all wrong. And COVID came. Okay. COVID came and I am a wreck. When I tell you I'm a wreck, I am a wreck. I go from not watching TV for two years to glued to the TV. Yep. I am reading every article. Mm. I am trying to be Dr. Fossey myself. Mm-hmm. Like I am literally trying to learn everything about infectious diseases <laughs> and everything. Like, cause I am in anesthesia. You yeah. can't imagine the person who's in the airway with yeah. this mysterious disease going on that we know nothing about transmitting and everything. I'm like seeing 36 year olds, like was walking around and then flat on the floor. And I'm like, what the hell? And they're calling oh, me. And of course, everybody's in the room and Everybody leaves, but anesthesia has to stay. You. Wow. So it takes me about two weeks to like stop circling. I was circling a drain, mm-hmm. like literally circling a drain. I finally got to some stability. And my first instinct was if I'm circling a drain as a life coach and I have these tools, other people are too. Yeah. So yeah. that's when I was like, let's support the black community. So I started stepping into my role of, yes, let's support the black community. I I asked a couple of my friends together. We got Uh together. We put on like 
a Facebook group and we did like a summit, like if you have this, 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 like all of that. And so like that a was virtual the, summit for people who right. were struggling with, okay, not necessarily people in the medical field, but mm-hmm. okay. It was for black women specifically. Okay. So I was like, again, if I'm struggling and I got this, I know. People who don't are really struggling. <laughs> right. Because I literally came out of it and I was like, okay, let's go to work. Oh yeah, I got to put all this shit on. Okay, put it on. Mm-hmm. I got this thing around. Okay. But I had to go through that period first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I had already stepped into it and then the murder of George Floyd happened. And that's mm-hmm. when I really like, this is who I am mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really stepped into it because I just saw it more of, is, as a have to. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just who I am. I think that energy is what changed. It's like me totally just coming into my own yeah. as this is who I help. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I don't even know how I help you. I just know I can. I know. Yeah. So you really <laughs> embodied like this is my role. This is my right. purpose yeah. in the world. This podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively, or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. So is that where you began to shift to maybe I could do this full time? No, it took my coach like a year of coaching me to quit my part-time job. 
You can oh, imagine wow. my full-time job. Like I was coaching with a part-time job and a full-time job. So <laughs> again, safety, right? Yeah. Like I had to solve for safety. And for me, like I wasn't going to be broke. Like that mm-hmm. safety of, uh-uh, we've been broke all our life. We ain't mm-hmm. doing that again. I had to meet that, not shame it, not anything, but like, okay, I get like intend to it. What do you need? Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to, okay. All right. That means I'm gonna have to work more. Okay. That's fine. Wow. Like I would have conversations with that part of me. Yeah. And that's what I teach my clients to do is like, it's not an enemy. It is on your side. Oh, wow. Because it's fighting for your safety. It's fighting for your safety. The moment we just switch that one thing of it is working against me to know it is on my side. Mm. Let me work with it. Game changing. I'm like feeling that in my body. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. Okay. Yeah. What was your marketing strategy at that time? What were you offering? You were doing one-on-one coaching. There was no strategy. I love that. There was no strategy. There was no anything. I just went live. I would go live when I needed to, or I didn't even have a, I had an email list. I never emailed anybody. Yeah. So there was no emailing people. There was no weekly emails. There wasn't even a weekly live call. It was, oh, this, this looks good. I'm inspired by doing this. Let's I'm going to go live. So you I'm were gonna... doing that on Instagram, on your Facebook? Where were you doing that? It was all Facebook. Okay. It was my business mostly using all Facebook. And guess what? The call, the CTA, which I didn't even know what that was, uh-huh. was just DM me. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So you would do a live and you'd be like, if this is resonating, shoot me a DM. DM me. And then they would DM me and I was like, okay, give me three times my process. That's the one uh-huh. thing I did know is, my process is we get on a call. Okay. Not none of this. What's your price? What's your, uh-uh. my process is I maintain leadership even with <laughs> nothing else. Yeah. It's my process. We're going to get on a call. I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to get mm-hmm. real nosy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what my prescription is. You're either going to say I'm crazy or you get me. Then we'll talk about the plan and then we'll make a decision. Oh, that's really good. Okay. So what happened next? I started getting clients, helping all the people. And I still do now, even though like my niche is high achieving black women. I have clients that are white male, white, Mm -hmm. Asian, like whatever, because it's one-on-one, but my primary focus is high achieving black women. And whenever I do a group or whatever, most that is what it's for. Right. So I started signing clients. And then, oh, this was a key thing. It was a lesson for me. I was teaching at a school and I was a coach there. And in that, when you're coaching some of their clients, you signed a non-compete. And I would always get people that would go, can I coach with you? And I'd be Mm -hmm. like, no. Mm -mm. Right? I literally had, like, I had one guy and it was like four or five minutes in and he was like, this is amazing. Stop everything. I want to hire you. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, no, serious. I'm a multimillionaire. Yeah. I need you. And I was like, and you can't. Oh, that was so I developed the thought of when people coach with me, Mm -hmm. work with me. So I was like, how can I solve for that? Because I can't change the policy again. I ain't fighting. Not fighting. Can't yeah. change the policy. So I started doing these things called, I came up with coachathon. I started doing coachathons. Oh, okay. So I would just say, hey, I'm going to coach on this day and I'll be coaching from this time to this time, free coaching. Because so you said that again, on social media. Right. And people started coming to my coachathons and I would just coach. That's so was it. it on Zoom? It was on Zoom. They jump on your Zoom. Oh my goodness. Were other people watching? Yeah. The people who were in the Zoom room. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I was like, because I took that thought, I was like, well, shit, I could have clients, but I can't. But if they coach with me, they want to work with me. So I'll coach with them. I will give myself opportunities for people to coach with me. Oh, that's really good. 
I love so, that you didn't follow someone's system. You were like, this is what's working. I'm going to do more of it. Right. But it was that thought, right? Mm-hmm. But again, here's where I still go down to. If you want success, solve for safety first. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because our innovation comes when we're in safety. Mm. If we're like, I can never do it. See, I know it. That can't even ha-. like I could have went there. Like if I went to that, but if I'm like safe, I belong. I'm brig. I can do this right from safety. Yeah. Now your brain is released to like, how can I solve for this? How can yeah. I create this? It can be so creative. Now to be innovative. Yeah. Oh wow. So I started selling, and I started doing my my consultations. Uh-huh. And I still have my one-on-one coach this. Like I spent a year and a half with my one-on-one coach, the first year and a half, like taking me through everything. I had that support. I think to have that support, especially during the scary stuff, mm-hmm. is so important. I don't mm-hmm. think I would have made it without it. I can promise you that. Because I didn't have these skills. Now I have these skills that I know what the problem is, but mm-hmm. I didn't have these then. That's how I developed them. So... I get on one call and I do a consult and I tell her the price. And she looked at me like, that's it? Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> she signed up. So I told my coach, she was like, I think you're doing a client's a disservice. Wow. Because they see the value as being more. And yeah. now it's like Wolfgang Puck restaurant and ain't nobody like you know how you judge a restaurant by how many cars like must Mm -hmm. not be that good ain't no cars here Mm -hmm. and so it was a lesson for me of like oh like i'm doing them a disservice yeah because they go in thinking oh this isn't even that expensive i know like wait a minute i coach with you i see you it's like why are my clients valuing my me and my time more than i am wow okay so then you switched prices I just love having a price that you feel really Mm -hmm. like it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. And so for me, like I kept that for the longest, like I do six months because I told you now I have three months programs. It was like, I do six months and it's this price. And lately I've been realizing because I did a group for a while and I'm revamping a group. So I'm going, I went back to one-on-one like Mm -hmm. we have and everything. And so I'm in my one-on-one, I'm expanding it. And so I had more openings and I signed a client and the problem that she wanted help with, we solved in like two months. Okay. Where it used to take me six months. Oh, so your skills were increasing so you could get, right. Help someone faster. And she's like, I don't have anything. Like, so the rest of it is like, yes, did we reinforce it? Yes. But she's like, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. And I remember a thought I used to have when I first started coaching, which was, I'm as good as Brooke, who is like the leader of the life coach school. She's an mm-hmm. amazing coach. And I used to tell myself, like, I'm as good as Brooke mm-hmm. as far as I'm going to get you your transformation. Mm-hmm. She's just going to get it quicker. Like mm-hmm. I'll get there in 45 minutes where she gets to in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was the way I languaged it to myself. Like, so it wasn't like she's better than me or they're better than yeah. me. I'm like, it just takes me longer. It takes a little bit longer. Okay. That's it. Like two plus two. Last time I checked is four. Yeah. I was going to say two. Two <laughs> plus two is four. Right. So if it takes you two minutes to figure that out, or if it takes you two hours to figure it out, it's uh-huh. still correct. Uh-huh. So the only thing that's happened between now and then is my skill level and my ability to identify, see the patterns, uh-huh. help it has increased, which is uh-huh. what's supposed to happen, uh-huh. right? As we get things. So eventually I had to go, Brig, why are you still doing six months? Yeah. I've had that feeling before where after like the third month, we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we fixed it. Now what? Right. Yeah. And I do have those people who totally like my high six and seven figure, they coach with me for a completely different reason. It's almost like I'm on retainer. Yeah. They like want the that, like, 
that ongoing just check in they may schedule they may not like i'm having problems with my husband i'm having Mm -hmm. problems with this like the stuff that's getting in the way that's taken away from their brain as a distraction so that i can show up Uh they know that that's a different type of person and then there's a person who i just want to feel more confident Mm -hmm. i just want to get over this divorce yeah. I just want to know why I'm stuck. I just want to start showing up. That's three months. Yeah. Right. And so that's why I have the two packages now. So then how have you kept your pipeline full? What are you doing to make sure you're getting the consults to you as you know people graduate out of your program? How do you keep that pipeline full? That's where I struggle. That's why I know Anybody can make 100K. Uh Anybody can pretty much make 200K on their warm market and just showing up. Where I'm finding it difficult is at that 250 to 300K level, now we need some lead generation. We Mm. need a pipeline. We Uh need all the shit that I said I hadn't done. We need messaging because when you're going to cold market, you need messaging. Yep. It can't be. I can help you. I don't know what I do, mm-hmm. but I'm good at it. Because that's literally what I would tell people. I would get on podcasts and go, my clients have to say what I do. I don't know what I do. I just know I'm good at it. This is amazing. I love that you're sharing that. Because listen, you're telling people, you just put yourself out there and be like, I'm good at this. Get really good at it. Yeah. And you're going to be able to make it to 100, 200K just yeah. doing that, being messy yeah. with it. Right. Totally. I know I can help you. Like, that's Mm -hmm. it. I don't know what I do. Until like probably mid last year, that was my thing. Like, I don't know what I do. I'm just good at it. I know I can help you. Yeah. That's it. If you listen to any podcast interview with me and my clients, I have plenty of them. Tell me what I do because I don't know what I do. Like, I would actually (laughs) ask my clients, y'all tell me what I did with you because I don't know what I do. You're like, I can give some examples, but okay. So you're kind of at the point right now where you're like, I'm trying to get to the point where it's predictable, where it's easy to replicate all of that. That's the right, the scalability. Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding is, again, relearning all of the stuff again mm-hmm. on a different level. I'm like, oh, you just have to relearn everything again yes. on a different level. But thank God I've scaled my safety mm. to go with my success. Because if you don't and you try to get to that next level, And you got to relearn because it's a relearning. Now I've triggered all that safety again. Uh And if you hadn't scaled your safety, like, right. And if you have, then you have the skills. You're like, okay, I know how I did this before. You know how to tend to yourself. You're not making yourself wrong. It's like, yep, I'm scared. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. I I know how to tend to myself. We've done this before. Like, you know how to take care of you. And that part of you trusts you because it's like, oh, you have done this before. It doesn't mean it's not going to be scared or say all the shit. It just means that it's like, okay, I'll give you my hand. Yeah, I've gone through this once. Okay, Okay, I'll trust you. I'll hold my hand. Okay, I'll trust you, right? But you have to have that relationship with that part of you that is afraid. Mm -hmm. You have to have that relationship with that part of you that's like, everybody's going to kick us off the island. You have to. And the more marginalized you are, the more important this is. I think that's the gap Hmm. between pay gap and everything. Because in order to take bigger risk, which is where the paydays are, Mm -hmm. because when you take bigger risks, you're solving bigger problems. Mm -hmm. You want to make more money? You solve bigger problems to larger people. Mm-hmm. more money or less people, more people for less money or more people, less, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to take risk, you have to feel like you belong. Mm-hmm. That there's a safe space for you. The only way we as Black people, marginalized people are going to close that gap is if mm-hmm. we fix the fact that we live in a fucking world that tells us we don't belong without fighting them, mm-hmm. trying to ask them to change, but deciding to do it for mm-hmm. ourselves. It's amazing. I can see why people get such extreme results working with you. Yes. This is amazing. So maybe because you had created that safety, this question won't really apply, but 
Was there ever a moment where you were like, I can't do this. I want to give up. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, here's the deal. Like people think, oh, safety. Then I don't have, no, it all comes up. You just have tools. Uh huh. And it's like, I was in a mastermind that I paid $50,000 for. And I was in there with seven figure people making 10 million, 20 million. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was watching the coaching and they had the biggest fits ever, like the biggest fits. Uh huh. They would get coaching and it would be tears and gnashing of teeth. All the shit that I do and yeah. that I think in 10 figure people don't do. They don't struggle with that anymore. Yeah. They've made it, right? Crying, gnashing of teeth, no arguing, and I don't understand, and whatever. And then the next two days later, I would see them showing up powerfully with the program that the coach had told them, uh-huh. standing in all their energy. And I was like, that's it. They were taking the time to like wrestle with it. They worked through it. But they spent less time in it. Oh. The problem is speed of implementation. Uh The standard for success is try it, fail. (laughs) Redirect, evaluate, try it again. Mm -hmm. We're marginalized. Try it, fail. Mm -mm. We're going to sit there. Mm-hmm. we have longer s- implementation, speed of implementation, because I've got to sit there and like, this was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have. And I'm questioning because it's triggering all of that, that condition shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas I think other people who feel a greater sense, because I have people of color who can do this faster too. Mm-hmm. And I look at them and I'm like, what's your family life? Like mm-hmm. mom and dad still together. Did that you were special. Yes, I know I'm special. Mm-hmm. You don't have safe. that, sense, right? They feel safe. And so I was like, oh, it's the speed of implementation. That's the thing. The safer you feel, you fall, mm-hmm. you go through all the shit. I should quit. I don't want to do this. You get the hater. You get the Facebook comment that's like, you ain't got no business doing this, who yeah. you are. I'm sure somebody's going to say something about this one. Right. Yeah. It's going to happen. We will have the same human emotion because we're humans. Yeah. I think especially as marginalized people, we have to accept that that is a natural human response. It doesn't mean we're weak. It doesn't mean something's wrong Mm -hmm. with us. It just means we're having a human response. Mm -hmm. How you meet that is the key. And that's what I teach my clients. That's how you create more success. That moment right there. That moment is the key moment. I'm sorry that my AI is just. Oh, I love it. I I get to like track you as you're (laughs) moving around. I'm like, I'm with you in this. I'm so in this too, where I'm listening and I'm feeling it. I mean, the way you word things, even your voice is so comforting. I'm like, oh, this is so good. So then it becomes your amount of belonging determines then how quickly you can come out of that. Yeah. So beautiful. It was just like, and we just get better at Mm -hmm. accepting the whole, I'm freaking out. Yep. I know. Mm -hmm. Of course I am. Of course I am. I'm a human. Mm. That's where I really like, when I watch them, I'm like, ain't nobody saying, what's wrong with you? Ain't nobody saying you shouldn't be doing this. And ain't nobody saying it's just a thought, right? And ain't nobody saying something like, you're just taking this to whatever, get over it. Yeah. And that's what we're missing is that compassion, that tending to. And if we're missing that, that speed of implementation, we may Mm -hmm. have the best of ideas. And I promise you, even the best of ideas, you have to go through 15 I've got to say my messaging 15 times. I don't know what you teach, Ashley, but like if you teach them how to do this and you do this and it don't work, uh-huh. speed of implementation. Okay, change this one thing. Yep. Do it again. Do it again, right? How long we stay in that, I don't know, is the thing. But we can reverse that by being okay with our failure understanding that how I meet myself in those moments Mm -hmm. is going to be the thing that's going to determine 
how fast I take the next risk. Mm -hmm. You want to protect the next risk. And the only way you can protect that next risk is by how you treat yourself in that moment (sighs) right now. So good. And I love that you've added as you are treating yourself with compassion, also having it witnessed, having that community with that other person. It has to be. It can't just be you because remember, it's belonging. It's wired in. It's a shared experience. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, you have to have a coach. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You do. Or, and here's another tip for your clients. Yes, a coach. And you have to have a success squad. You have to have a squad of people who are going through the shit that Mm -hmm. you are going through. And if you don't create one, So that when you're upset because you made 29K and your goal was 30K, you can go to and go, I'm so upset. I made 20. Because you go to your friends and family and you're like, so like (laughs) They're like, first of all, bitch, what the hell? (laughs) I would get the bitch, get the fuck out of here if I said, I made 29K and I'm so upset. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have a sense, like what we can normalize Yes, my brain is having the same reaction at 29K as if it would at $29. You mm-hmm. have to understand that our brain doesn't change neural pathways because there's more dollars on it. Boy, did I not understand that before. I thought it got easier as we made No, <laughs> it does not. It does not. I'm like, a loss isn't like, well, you've got 10 million. So what? Yeah. Our brain, like mm-hmm. once that pathway goes, you're not enough. It doesn't care what the dollars are. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, I'm picking up your advice is create that belonging within yourself by having compassion. Do it in a way that it's witnessed by having a coach or someone you can talk to about it. Actually, the real, the way it really works mm-hmm. is it's modeled to us first. Mm. Okay. And then we learn how to do it to ourselves. That's why I say you have to be with a coach that knows how to do this and do this with you because you're modeling it. Because if it didn't happen when we were kids, mm-hmm. you skin your knee and mama went, oh, baby girl. If mm-hmm. mama went, girl, get your ass up. Mm-hmm. What you crying for? Don't be crying over us. Like it has to be modeled to us first. Mm-hmm. We have to experience it. And then we do it to ourselves too. Mm. So working with a life coach is one of the ways that you can experience that, have it modeled for you. And then you- Or with a friend, like a friend who would like, girl, it's okay, right? But it has to be witnessed and okay. Mm. Like that is the missing thing. Like the more we get that, the more we're like, this environment is safe. And if Mm. we believe then this is my environment is safe, then we naturally unleash our curiosity. Mm. What's that? What's that over there? Let me eat this. Ooh, mm-hmm. what's that? Right? Like, just think about kids and how safe they yeah. feel. Right? Yep. Until and they don't. And then until they yep. don't, right? And kids get that cue from parents. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing. Ooh, that's why you have to pick up the kids and love on them. Like they don't yeah. get the oxytocin. They don't get the you're wanted, you're special, right? All of that. And so Yes, it is internal, but if I just don't want people to think like I got, I'm good. I do this on my own. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm -mm. The neural pathway is strengthened by working with someone who is doing this intentionally. Uh I am always planting seeds intentionally. You're amazing. Of course, right? I know what I'm doing. I'm wiring that safety. And they're taking bigger risks and they don't even know why. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's like the subconscious, like on the subliminal messaging almost. Yeah. Helping their nervous system to feel safe. I feel like this is like a roadmap to success for coaches. That's what I'm an expert at. It's like the secret behind it. And it's amazing because it's none of its strategy, none of its tactics, none of its techniques. And It's so amazing. So I love this. Okay. So here's my favorite question during the interview. I feel like I already know your answer to this, but if you were to completely start over all the knowledge you have now, you have a thousand dollars. Where do you start? Same thing I did. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought you were going to say. Just go. Just go. Mm -hmm. Just start sharing. 
comforting yourself, sharing, stepping out, coming back in, taking care of yourself, developing that. I think one of the best things I did was develop a success squad. I intentionally met other coaches because my friends, they don't want to hear about, and they don't want you to coach them and they don't want to hear coach talk. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I need this. So Mm -hmm. it's okay to create another community for yourself of Mm -hmm. someone who's working, not for y'all to coach each other all the time, Mm -hmm. but just, you could just talk. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with this and da, 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 da. But like, make sure that it's someone, because I think sometimes we stay with people and it's like, that same mind think I'm like, oh, <laughs> we need some, you know, make sure it's people who are like going for the same. Yes, who are moving understand. forward, not right sitting in it. Yep. Yeah, not, yeah. And it's the program. It's like, no, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk right. about something else. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I feel really lucky because you're talking about all these different roles and I'm like, thank goodness my business coach that gives me all my strategies is also a deep dive coach. So we go back to like seven-year-old Ashley and, you know, sit with her and hold her hand and cry. And I'm in a mastermind within that. So we have that sense of community. All the things you're saying, I'm like, oh, that has been such a huge part of my success. It's amazing. Totally. I've been in masterminds and I'm like, I see masterminds where the coach will give them like drop the biggest jewel for uh-huh. them. But if we don't have the safety to implement it, yeah. it doesn't it matter. Be like the, it doesn't matter. Like it's like, take it and run with it. It's like, they can't. Mm. I mean, it have- makes me want to go back to my mastermind and just have that value of it in a different way, you know, be more vulnerable yes. and be more. Right. Yeah. You really like get that sense of belonging. The mastermind is like in the shared interest of like, we're doing this together. You yeah. see me, I see you, you're special, I'm special. We all get to think we're fucking special. Yep. We are. We are. We get to brag, we get to celebrate along the way. And we're like, nice girls don't do that. Nice girls don't. Don't, don't toot your own horn. Hell fucking, I am tooting my horn. I am one of the best at what I do. And then you are that example of being us being allowed to toot our own horns. I love it. Allowed. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, this is so good. I'm like mesmerized by everything you're saying. I think the way you even talk just brings calm. It's so amazing. I'm going to go back and listen to other. You, do you have a podcast? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to start listening. Breakthrough with Brig. (laughs) Okay. Breakthrough with Brig. I'm going to go check it out. So how else? You've already shared your offer that you do the one-on-one coaching for three Mm -hmm. months and six months. If this really resonates with the individuals that are listening right now, how can they find you? Go to my website, Mm brigjohnson.com. B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. That's it. Amazing. They can follow me on Johnson Brig on Instagram. That's where I, I used to hang out on Facebook. I switched to Instagram. I know I'm supposed to be on LinkedIn. I need, I'm going to get on <laughs> Again, it's that I can see why everything I said gets you to 250 to 300. And uh-huh. I can see why, oh, I need different skill set. No. And that's why I'm always telling people like, we scale businesses, but are you scaling yourself? Mm. Are you scaling your nervous system to meet? Are you scaling your belief system? Are you scaling your belonging intentionally? Are you scaling your relationships? Mm-hmm. Like we don't think of like the most important thing you can do for your business is to scale your relationships. Oh, now you need to do a podcast on that because I want to dig into that and hear all about it. <laughs> right? Because I coach so much on relationships. I'm like, yeah, because your sense of belonging is being threatened. Yeah. As you grow more successful. As you grow. Yes. Right. Your sense of belonging, like who's my tribe, whatever. Yes. Friendships, relationship, your relationship with yourself. Even yourself is going, you doing some shit you ain't done before. Are you changing? Yes, I am. Danger. (laughs) Right. So it has to be intentional scaling of you, but not only that, like your lifestyle practices, are you Mm -hmm. eating in a way that signals safe? Are you Mm. exercising, sleeping in a way that signals safe? All of it is, you want to be successful, solve for safety. Create safety. Oh, this is so good. So this is amazing. I am so deep in this. My brain is going to be chewing on this the rest of the day where I'm going to ask, keep asking myself, have I created safety in all these different ways? 
is that's what's keeping me from reaching the next level. So I'm excited to dig into that. And I imagine people listening are too, because this probably resonated with many of the people listening today. So I appreciate everything you've shared with us. I am so excited to go listen to some of your podcasts and understand how to create that safety differently. So thank you so much for everything you've shared. And so go connect with Brig, go listen to the podcast, go reach out through her DMs. You can connect with her in any of those ways. And I will see everyone next week. Thank you again so much for being here today, Brig. Thank you. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. (laughs) That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.